When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's the speed. Uh, that's what we do every Saturday morning. We uh, we come in here and we try and find you a, a winner right across the country. And we love you listening and enjoying wherever you may be right across this wonderful country we call Australia. The state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. Welcome to the Odds Couple on the 16th day of December. We're just over a week away from Chrissy, and uh, what a great day that will be. But what a wonderful morning we have ahead of us. Some good race meetings, Caulfield, Randwick, Ascot, of course, wings down the curtain on a brilliant career of, of Damien Oliver. Plenty of news around, which we'll get to in a moment. But it's my pleasure because the the, the studio this morning, it's sparse. Sparse, because we've got rid of Lurch. We said, look, Lurch, you're not pulling your weight. How about you just come on the last half hour? You're not really giving us anything in the first half hour. So he's on indefinite first half hour suspension. And Miles Fitzner, who's come in and, and revolutionised the show the last couple of weeks because he's even spoken before he needs to be speaking, <laughs> spoken to. But this morning, he's held his tongue, which is a magnificent effort. It's only taken him three weeks to learn it. But he's learned it this morning when he joins me. Here in the studio, Miles. Good morning to you. Good morning, Scoop. Um, I was. I, do you know what I thought about when I jumped in the shower this morning? When I jumped in the Mate, shower, now, hang on. We're not. We're getting on good, but we're not getting too personal, are we? <laughs> when I jumped in the shower, <laughs> I went, Miles. When Simon introduces you, just say good morning, Simon. Don't don't say good morning, JJ. Don't. And he'll say, it, it only took you three weeks, but you eventually got there. Uh, hello to you, mate. Good to be in, as always. Yeah, JJ, he was the second half hour. He's, he's not not on suspension, but um, he needed a bit of a sleep in. It's getting a bit hard for him, getting towards Christmas. Been a long year for JJ. He's been doing, gets on with sports, but uh, who are great supporters of us here at the Odds Couple, but gets on with sports bit of a morning uh, on brekkie and uh, it just tires the big fella out. So we'll hear from JJ after 8.30 this morning. Oh, geez, there's some news around. Oh. Where do we start? We've got, probably got to start with the doyen, the goat, greatest of all time. Does he get the a Oliver, last day. Does what he, are you thinking? Does he get one? Have, well, I suppose... You're right, the winner of the last one, he? Just for Look, time's sake. I... I... I've had a really, really good look at this, and um, I, I think I'm, I thought you, the sort of horse that you would be going for, which is Ayrton, um, I thought you might have been right in the Ayrton camp, getting what? a good price. Ayrton is running Mick Price, Mick yes. Engine. Yeah. Hate it. Do you? Hate the horse. Do you? Dislike it. Despise, shouldn't say hate. Terrible it's, word. It's going well, this prep. It, it, it's, I despise, which is hate, just minus a little bit. <laughs> It's an interesting race. I, I think I tried to do a comparison. He's drawn the cup. It'd take one hell of a ride from gate 17 in this. Mm. There has to be plenty of speed. He'll go back. Um, 
I I think it might be a little too hard. The market would suggest that. Look, the two races before, uh, race eight, um, he's on, as I pull it up on my phone. I'll come in with this with you. I think he had two before. He's on Magnificent Andy the race before. I like Vast Art, but that's a big chance, Magnificent Andy. Mm. And in race seven, he's on um, Divine Belief, the favourite. And if he doesn't have one by the end of race eight, but seven or eight, he's got two very, very nice chances. Yeah, he has, isn't he? Very nice chances. So we'll wait and see. Is he the best you've seen? Yes. Look, I've probably... At 36, I'll probably, oh, I don't appreciate a lot of the, the what's happened before me. Like, so really, I, I can only take it from probably 2003 or four onwards, so the last 15 years. But pre-2000, that's not really my, my wheelhouse historically. Mm. Um, I didn't see any of those live, and if I did, I don't remember them because um, I was too young. But um, I, I've... It's funny, he's... He's clearly the GOAT. The numbers stack up and stack for themselves. I think we've seen people with just as much talent, but his longevity and consistency has to be admired as the greatest ever. I, I think that that's a real key to it, is how he's stayed competitive and wanted to stay competitive for so long. Because, you know, people have chased him for a long time to be, you know... And it, and it comes with the turf. Once you're as good as he is... You know, people hunt you. you know, they they want to. Where's Ollie sitting? You know, so suddenly they they'll stay for two more strides where they are to keep him where he is. And he always still finds a way to win, and and stay relevant. And you know, to do that over the journey, I reckon's uh, absolutely superb. And you know, he did. You know, it was a a long time ago. I remember him riding Doremus in Melbourne Cups and Caulfield Cups, and you know, when he started with Friedman's as this this little. Skinny, ashen-faced kid from Perth, and and he came over, and yeah, you, know, you, you know, he just he made his way in a in a tough world, and um, and he he's now held it, held it, held it, and I, I think that's that's just remarkable. And in big races, there's not many better, you know, they're, they're, consistently better. Yeah, you know, you're, you're in a you're in a big race with twenty horses in the field, and you sort of get lost at the turn. You want, and he pokes up, and he's two off the fence behind something bringing him into the race, and he yeah. said, how'd you get there? So you go back that night and you look and you look and think, how'd he get there? How, you know, he was, he was on the fence three back from that pair. What, how did he... And he, find, he used to find a way. He was, it was like he was a, a furlong of, ahead of everyone else. He sort of knew what was going to happen at the 600, but you were at the 800. Could I put this to you? that The, the best are... It's not necessarily hands or... Riding technique, the best of the best decision makers. Yeah. Uh, and especially early. Would that be fair? I don't think, you know, best thing I've ridden is a bike. <laughs> I don't think from a, from, um, from a sporting point of view, your best sports people in any sport have instinct. Just go and do it. Yeah. Boom. They know what the next move is. They know that, oh, there's the pill there. The coach has always said, you stay in your lane, but he said, I'm going to go and get that pill and I'm going to give it to Miles there and he'll keep yeah. him. They're already at that position and that's what I think Damien Oliver is. He's, I need to be there. How do I get there? I'll do that. Yep, that'll do. And that 
clarity of mind under pressure is is just key to everything at elite level, and he just has it. Did ride much for you? Yeah, a lot. Yep, a lot. And and days when I won't say owners got it wrong, when trainers got it wrong. Um, one one day with Bauer at in in a Geelong Cup, and it was. Um, Bauer nearly won in 2008. I think it was pretty sure it was 2010. And, and he'd, he'd done a tendon in between and he'd come back, rehabilitated. And Luca Kamani was his trainer. And in the Geelong Cup, he said, I want you to do this, this and this. And you could see Ollie was uncomfortable. It was as if, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. He's a great, you know, wonderful trainer. Don't, don't be into yeah. But to Ollie's credit, he did what, Luca asked him to do. And because Luca was just not sure whether he was quite ready for a really gut-busting Geelong Cup. Yep. It was a bit of a rush to get him here. And I'll never forget Ollie got off. He ran third. Should have smashed him. <laughs> ran third. And Ollie got off. I'll never forget it. As he was unsaddling, you know, you know they put the shoulder there and they un let the um, single go and it comes over the shoulder and all that. He turned around and he said, how about you train him and you let me ride him and just walk straight off. Oh, I was fantastic. <laughs> I thought, oh, this is theatre. This is, I like this. <laughs> now, poor Luca wasn't sure, but he was quite right. He'd done his homework. He knew what, where he needed to be. He knew the horse he had under him. He knew he was a very good horse. Um, and he said... Uh, how about you do the training and you leave the ride? <laughs> it was was one of the great lines. You know, and I'm sure they've you know, there'd be lots lot lot more stories of, of Ollie, but they're they're the you know, those sort of guys and you, you hear trainers talk about it all the time. You just leg them up. Oh, you leg them up you know, and leave them alone. Yeah, leave them they'll they'll win the race for you. Yeah. You know, the horse is good enough, they'll win the race. That he, I'd love to see him go out with a couple today. It, the romance of him winning the last would be something else, but it might be a bridge too far. Tell you what, if you want to back it, you back it now because half of Australia, the last in the it? West, in the Damien Oliver Gold Rush, people do. Look, we've seen Actually, it with Jamie. What is it? Have you got it up there now? What's it paying now? Eleven dollars and three fifty, right? Well, it'll I, jump at five bucks. Won't it? I, I, <laughs> they will pile this thing. <laughs> They'll pile it. It's. It's, I, I want to talk to you about it later, but gee, people back jockeys a lot. Oh, yeah. And it's ridiculous. Do you reckon? Oh, I think it's the silliest thing out. Why? But well, especially if you keep your stats and numbers, you can go through and have a look at literal, look, you can pull it up on any of these form sites. You can't pull it up on the sports bet and, and uh, any of your betting companies. Mm. But you can get your ROI, POTs, all that, all your jockey returns, like straight up. Oh, oh, we looked, when we were talking about this, when we were saying Jamie Carr was over bet only about about a year ago, and there was one jockey in Australia that was, if you'd backed him every ride, that was in positive territory. Right. It was Blake McDougall. Yeah. One. So the, 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 no matter how you work it statistically, yes, jockeys get hot, but they've got to be on. They have to be on the right horses. Mm. It's you can't you can't make a silk purse out of a pig's ear. You can try. Yeah, I, I, I th think there's the odd exception to that rule. A great ride 
that saves you two lengths makes up. A hundred percent. So so I hear what you're saying. I think, yeah, on, on the other side, there's that odd occasion where it's just, you know, weaving in and out here, you know, boom, you know, and, and pro- let, let Prince of Penzance is probably a classic example of winning a Melbourne Cup. Like, it's 100 to 1 for a reason. But got on the right horse. Right steer. At the right time. Right time. You know, pace right in the race. You know, um, uh, you know the, I, I, think, I think horses can run above themselves given that perfect ride, that perfect run. They can suddenly find two lengths. They'll never find on another day. It just happens on a day. You know, that, that but just some need to find four. And some need to find four. And you can, you can get a peach. <laughs> and it's still, a long... It's, it's still, still four. Yeah. <laughs> Your tooth link's too short. You're still finishing seventh yeah, of, no, no, of ten. So I, I'm just... Point. When I was doing it and, and right into it, and, and on the money side especially, it was just something that never, ever, ever came mm. into... You'd look at... You'd want to make sure you had a good one on. Yeah. But you, you, you never went, I'm backing it because of that. Yeah. You went, oh, bad gate, but... You know, one of the better pilots, so I'm all right here. Let's look at the... Um, we've hardly got through anything. I, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to, uh, but that's fine. Um, second jockey that's been in the in the news this week um, or for you know, the last number of months has been Jamie Carr. Yesterday she had a... Um, she was found not guilty of um, prejudicial uh, behaviour, you know, to the image of racing. What do you think? Uh, I've thought about this. I've thought about what I was going to say because I knew you'd ask me or someone would. I kind of feel that that decision was probably always going to be like that. Um, they wanted to... I think they I think they wanted to make it look like that... that because there's only one way you'd go through all of that and then say, well, dismissed and waste everybody's time, like people are saying, is because you want to make them feel like it's unacceptable and there is a chance... But it's also like, I'm trying to put it in AFL terms, there's something goes amiss at the top end of the AFL and the, the glamour person or the glamour player. Those things normally get, get pretty quiet or they're not as found as... Like, if that was a run-of-the-mill jockey, if that was a run-of-the-mill jockey, there's no way that's, mm. that's flipped out. Um, Is that I, fair? I won't go over, over, the, over the judgment of... Um, Judge Bowman, that, that that is the head of the um, uh, head of the Racing Victoria Tribunal, Tribunal or whatever it is. Um, but I suppose the bit that got me guilty or innocent. Okay, she's she's innocent. She's just innocent. I don't like the the dialogue that then goes with it. it was immature. It was irresponsible. Like you think, because she's she's actually innocent. Like she's not guilty. Don't now, no, but it's not, don't now give her a slap on the way through. No, but it's not guilty of bringing the racing into disrepute or something, but, isn't but, it? But, but she, Racing Victoria aren't her mum or dad. Well, that's the whole. this is the whole point. Don't give me a lecture on how I should run my life. Am I guilty or not? I'm not guilty. Well, now don't tell me how to run Anything. my life. Because I'm not guilty. It's a valid point. I haven't broken any rules. So I go home and my dad says, got a sec? And sits you down and gives you a spray. I've got no problem. But I don't want anyone from Racing Victoria giving me a spray. Give me six months if I've broken the rules, but don't be my mum and dad. 
Oh, I think that's exactly what they tried to do. Yeah. They tried to do the, we'll teach you a lesson, but but away you go. Yeah, I, I mean, and I know the game's dangerous and I know there's rules and we've got to adhere, but I love all that. But seriously, you, you can't say you're not guilty and then scold you. Oh, it's, it's not right. Do you think it... it they, I, I think really deep down, sometimes these places, they love a big tribunal hearing and they love an investigation. They they love an investigation. And all oh, this is going to be a four-month investigation. You know why? Because someone's been paid to do that. Mm. How can you tell me how that... It's, and that would be, and what's even worse, that would be a three- or four-month investigation with from someone that's got absolutely no investigatory experience whatsoever. Mm. None. It, it's an administrator saying, oh, we better look into this. Mm. Well, it's no different to me looking into how to cook a bloody sponge cake yeah. on Christmas Day. But I, I just think the, the opportunity they miss when these sort of things happen is Jamie Carr not guilty. Shut up. And we look forward to Jamie um, you know, getting back in the saddle and having a really successful season. Um, and, and it's, you know, um, whatever it might be. It, we all, it just, the, the world drives you nuts sometimes. It always ends in a negative. Yeah. It always ends in someone just thinking, look, I'll just give you a little little drive-by here while I can. And, and this isn't just a, a mate's drive-by on air, you know, or having a bit of... This is, this is on the public record. It's on the public record. And you think, stop it. You know, she, she's not... If she's guilty, tell her she was irresponsible and immature and whatever, and, and back up your charge... But when she's not guilty, leave her be. It's. I think they they blew they've blown it up pretty big. Yeah. I mean, this could have been done quickly. How long's this taken? Five months. Yeah, but I, I think Jamie contributed to that by you know saying we need longer and we want this and. But then they also wanted it outside of the spring or yeah, it was out yeah, of the headlines. Yeah. But then why drag? They could have done this in a in five days. Mm. Well, we spoke about Archie Alexander last week. You know, he, they're trying to run a business and train racehorses, and he, he, he's got a cobalt. He had a cobalt charge hanging over him for three years. <laughs> three years. So you buy a nice done deal filly at the sales, and you go, who am I going to give it to? You say, I might give it to Archie Alexander. And you say, oh, yeah, not sure, mate. He's, has that cobalt thing been cleared up? He had to live with that for three years. It's, it's not right, but um, better people are making decisions than, than you and I, Miles, unfortunately. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to take a break. He's gone for a while. We'll have to fire you. You've got, gone too long, mate. We, we can't even put out... We haven't even got ads and sponsors to pay your massive fee. We haven't got onto farming yet either. We're not there. <laughs> 21 after eight. <laughs> well, we'll be back with more. Who knows what we're back with on the other side. I think it's Chris Nelson from Queensland. Yeah, great to have your company. Odds couple Saturday morning, 27 minutes after 8 o'clock. Sorry, we went a bit longer that first segment. It was all Miles' fault, none of mine. And we've cut into Chris Nelson's time, which he's dirty on, I can tell. I can feel it through the headphones. Chris Nelson, Racing Queensland, of course, and all the racing action continues up there every day across the Sunshine State. Chris Nelson's our man on the ground, as he uh, has always been. He's going to find us a winner today. G'day, Chris Oak. Morning, Simon. Morning, Miles. Absolutely filthy, Simon. Oh, uh, what's couldn't Milo shut him up. Well, couldn't <laughs> shut him up. Oh, he just, once you wound him up, he was gone. He was just off and running. And well, it wasn't my fault. I wanted you to have longer this morning, Chris. But I know morning, you were. Oh, well. Well, I'm here now. That's the main thing. How you going? All right? All good. Yeah, we had a bit of rain last night, a bit of storm activity. You might have uh, 
if anyone tuned into the Sunshine Coast uh, meeting last night, they would have seen a fair bit of rain after race four. We lost the last three races. I think it must have had about 40 mils of rain. There's some activity around, but that, that, that's from Jasper, is it? Up north, coming down and no. dropping the edge no. on you. No? No, no, not, nothing to do with him. This is just a bit of unstable air and uh, it's very muggy. What's the humidity? 86%, 26 degrees outside. And they are saying that uh, storms are possible from, from the late morning. So anything could happen at Eagle Farm today. But look, we got 20-odd mils of rain there last night, 20 plus, and we're only on a soft five, which is fantastic. We know that, of course, drains so well. But we'll have to see what happens during the day. A bit of a, bit of a question, a bit of a crystal ball stuff today at the moment. Mm-hmm. OK, well, give us your, uh, your best look into that crystal ball, eh? All right, I think uh, race four, number nine, Fumiko can win for Tony Golan. Just a one start for this mare for the stable, and she was really good at the sunny coast. She got back. Look, that's her pattern. She does get back, but she rattled home at the end of 1,000 metres. Today she goes to 1,200. And look, having said she gets back, now she's with Tony Golan. He might uh, try to settle her a little closer in her runs, give her more of a chance, and she does draw a good enough gate to be able to do that. So I think she can win today. That's race four, number nine. Uh, race six, number seven, one of our old favourites, Shah of Goma. He looks beautifully placed. He never, ever runs a bad race. He just draws barriers that see it very much or basically impossible for him to win. But he's always there running on, doing his best. Today he's drawn absolutely perfectly. There's no speed in the race other than one other. He should be up on the pace and he should be winning. So confident he will do that. Race six, number seven, Shah of Goma. Abounding, race eight, number nine, was beaten last time. Unfortunately, she covered a lot of ground on the home turn. The winner got through along the inside, west of Dolby. That was the difference. Reverse the runs, reverse the result. I think she can win today, race eight, number nine. And a bit of value in race nine, number five, Irish Songs. Bit of a favourite of mine. Mm. I think he's well-placed again today. Look, far too easy. He's a very, very smart horse, but he's short. And he's first up at 1,400. And Scalapini, I don't know where he's at at the moment. His first start run was disappointing. Whereas this guy, he's up and running. He draws a good gate and he'll run well each way. Race Irish nine. songs, I reckon, a month or so ago, you gave to us about 16 bucks. And he won. And, and he did yeah. the right thing. And he might he just do that again today, guys. I'd be surprised if he missed the place. And uh, no reason why he can't win. Chris, oh, my best is in the first. Liquor, race one, number yeah. five. Straight to the front, Milo, over the 1,000 metres. We've lost a few... One, two, three, four, five with scratchings. So that helps your chances. One of those was a speedster, and that was uh, I Am Fearless. So that'll help. Yeah, she should find the uh, sorry. She should find the front, and I'm with you. I think she'll probably win that race. She's she's had to go on uh, three goes on soft, and she has one on soft. But look, by the time we get to the first race, we could be on a good track, or we could be on a worse track. We just don't know. Okay, Chris. So make sure I've got this right, just so we uh, we get a nice Christmas uh, early Christmas present today. Race yep. four, number nine, the win. Race six, number seven, the win. Race eight, number nine, you can have the win or the place. Uh, the win. Win. Race yep. nine, number five. Each way. Each way. Okay. Yep. Beautiful thing. Yep. Mate, we wish you well. Yeah, hopefully uh, we have a day. There's not too much rain around. We get some good results because uh, on paper it does look a good meeting. So fingers crossed, guys. And we'll hear your voice uh, during the afternoon, of course, on SEN Track. I'll certainly be on with the boys. I Beautiful. Think it's uh, Cam, Mick Gannon and uh, JJ today. So looking forward to that. Lovely. Okay, enjoy yourself. Uh, great to chat this morning. Have a good afternoon. Chris Nelson joining us there uh, talking all things Racing Queensland. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. A lovely four-leg multi there from Chris Nelson. As we go to the news...
And after the news, JJ, the lurch, he's back with us. He's served a half-hour suspension. Miles needed some airtime by G. He took it, let me tell you. First segment went about 24 minutes. None of of us spoke, bar Miles. But we're getting used to that. (laughs) JJ, coming up next. Couple starting your weekend of racing off right, picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, we're going to be joined by the best uh, in a moment's time. It's 25 minutes to nine o'clock. Plenty still to come. We're going to have a look at the uh, the trots with Josh shortly, and then we'll start taking a look at the uh, the big meetings around the country in Melbourne and Sydney and the market movers and the quaddy in both states, which. Uh, I know that um, Miles is uh, ready to take aim at uh, winning a, getting the quaddy over the line. I think we, we weren't bad last week. We were around the mark. Ballarat just got wetter and wetter, but we, we gave the folks... No, no, no. Uh, well, the the, we f- right, the three of ours, uh, win-win and your big price best, to pl- a lot took it to place in the Trixie at seven mm-hmm. bucks. Scotty from Bayswater. So those three landed. Uh, West is best, all the best in WA, all one. Um, uh, I think we got the quaddy. Did we get the quaddy? No, we missed one. We didn't have Dom to shoot. But uh, we, we told everyone to be careful towards the end. Shopped early, got the money, and then the rest was gone. So Yeah, it was, it was a tough day uh, up, up there in Ballarat. Uh, not so much too tough down at Geelong this morning. Josh, he's had a little sleep in. It's our pleasure to welcome him back to the show this morning, uh, half hour late. G'day, Josh. Oh, it's my pleasure to join in half an hour late. I'll tell you what, uh, the contract negotiations are ongoing and I might be including the old 8.30 start. This is not too bad. There's <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about you. Now, we're going to have a look at the, uh, the trots first, always racing at thetrots.com.au. Plenty of uh, action in the trotting world. What have you got to tell us? Well, Inter-Dominion Grand Final night tonight. So the horses have raced three times in the heats and tonight is... Uh, the big money and the big prestige up there at Albion Park. So interesting uh, format. The, they've tried to piggyback off the back of Damien Oliver's last ride. Of course, the Phoenix, given that space as well. So I believe there's been some, believe it or not, collaboration amongst the the racing uh, entities. So the uh, Group 1 Inter-Dominion Pacing Championship Grand Final will be race five at Albion Park tonight at Hupar 7, which is actually... Half past six local time. So they're going with the, the big race really, really early. It'll be interesting to see whether a few Gallops punters stick around and watch it. And it's going to be an absolute beauty because uh, the brothers, Swayze and Leap to Fame, the barrier draws have made this an absolute cracker. So uh, Swayze's drawn barrier three, which Gareth Hall was telling us forever. $4.50 was over the odds. He was right because the barriers uh, made him right. Now, 225, Swayze, it's your favourite. Leap to fame, 230. I'm tipping the Victorian. I reckon those two brothers are going to cut each other up. I'm tipping Better Eclipse, who was brilliant throughout the heats. Uh, he's $11 and $2.20. I think he's each way all day. Those uh, top two in the market, they're just going to absolutely go at each other. Better Eclipse is a sit sprinter. We know... He loves to come with one run. He's eleven dollars and two twenty. So race five, number eleven at Albion Park, Scooby Doo in the big 
ID23 Grand Final. Thanks for coming. Beautiful. Love it. Um, it's a nice way to finish the day up there in at Albion Park. Um, Perth, uh, big day, Josh, for Ollie, uh, his, his last day at the, at the races. And um, can, the, can it be a fairy tale as we have a look at the, the market movers in the final race at Ascot? Um, mm. Ollie's uh, uh, on Munamek. Uh, it, it's, I think it opened about 11 bucks. I reckon it's going to jump at five or four bucks just through sentiment to say, come on, let's send him off with a bang. Uh, what are you seeing in the markets outside of that? Yeah, it, it'll be the ultimate. It'll be the ultimate. I listened to a podcast from uh, Las Vegas on the NFL, and it's called Pros versus Joes. Now, the pros will be against Ollie, I reckon, from that barrier, uh, the visitor. I mean, it's a tough ask for Munamek. He's a good horse, but I think he's also better at a mile, Munamek. But um, it'll be the Joes, the public. All the money will be coming for him. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing him go around. I hope he does get a winner across the day. Uh, Munamek's $11 right here, right now, as you mentioned. It's actually $7 the field. Uh, Super Smink, um, Miles, you know more than me. This horse is an emergency, a bit of a controversial emergency. It's actually equal favourite right here, right now, but I don't believe it'll get a start. Uh, it should be. It's still in race four. Now, they, there was chat that they may pull Super Smink out of race four and not get a run and not run the horse at all. If it stays in race four, it'll go pretty close to winning, even though it's a mile. But, um, yeah, it won't get a start in the, in the main job. Okay, and that's and that's been controversial, I believe. Yeah, it has because um, it's hard to get a horse of that age up to that rating at this time. I mean, you're talking about a horse that won the Karakata. Um, like they've said, not it's not in on rating, but I mean, it's the best three year old over there at the moment, and they can't get it in the Gold Rush. So the handicappers have elected to do it on rating, not on ability, which right. is why and, there's a bit um, of an issue. I guess the other uh, fascinating runner is Dom Deschute, uh, last week's winner, dropping back from 1,800 metres to 1,400 metres on the back of a Group 1 victory. So, fascinating little race. It'll be a good race day, and um, we'll, uh, Miles will give us all of his tips. I know you're not on this afternoon, but you'll give us plenty of winners from uh, Perth today, Simon. What, what, what do you think in that, before we go to a break, Miles? What do you think uh, in, in that? I'm backing Ayrton each way. I think I might have a little nibble comfort me as well. Um, they're probably the two. I, I think Dom Deschutes had its GF last start. I'm, I wouldn't talk you out of going again. I think Ayrton's probably at... If he runs up to his last three starts, I think he should be winning this. Mm. Um, uh, Comfort me is a good price, probably from the locals. Um, and if you wanted one, maybe a blowout, Baby Paris um, in at the bottom. Rip caught at 54 kilos. It's pretty wild race, but I'm just going to be Ayrton and maybe comfort me and hope for the best, but I won't be going hard. As you can see, $7 a field. I mean, yeah. harder to pick than a broken nose. Yep. And Ollie's on the four. Munamek uh, for Nick Ryan. We wish him well. That'll be his, uh, his final race ride, and uh, uh, fingers crossed that he goes out with a bang. We're going to take a break. Uh, on the other side, we'll have a look at uh, our neighbours up there in New South Wales. The, um, the Sydney card will give you the Sydney Quaddy before uh, we start to have a, an in-depth look at Caulfield today. A really good competitive card at Caulfield this afternoon. Plenty more to come on the Oz Couple. Stay with us. 90 minutes tonight. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. <laughs> 
this end of the show now, let me tell you. We're heading up to Randwick. A uh, good car to races uh, at Randwick this afternoon. We've got uh, 10 on the car. We're going to have a look at the quaddy at the moment. In a moment, I should say. Uh, Josh, anything uh, early races that uh, has caught your eye in the markets? Well, I think we should uh, take notice of race one, boys, because uh, the Magic Millions is not too far away. There's a debutant in race one at Randwick, Amazing Eagle. He was a $400,000 capitalist at the sales. He's been 100 to 1 into $8 for the Magic Millions uh, Classic, and he is having his race debut today. So that is a fascinating, fascinating runner. Uh, looking forward to seeing what he can produce there. So you can see if you go to the futures markets in the Magic Millions two-year-old classic, 101 on opening into $8. So uh, someone close to the horse knows a little something, knows he's got some ability. So he's $1.60 today, opened $1.90. He's been a big mover today and for the millions. That's extraordinary. Amazing, you know, the Magic Millions and the youngsters. There, there can be a move like that. There generally is each year for one or two of them. And... And uh, there's the first one, the first big move we've we've seen leading into that Magic Millions meeting. Yeah, indeed. And and um, it's, I'll tell you what, I wish I had a, a ticket uh, with his name on it at 100 to 1, particularly if he comes out and bolts in today mm. like he did at the trials. He won his trial by seven and a half lengths. Now, some people will say, well, what's the point in that? But um, either way, he looks like he's got plenty of ability, the... Uh, the big strapping son of capitalist. Okay, let's have a look at the quaddy now for Randwick. It kicks off with uh, race seven over the 1,600 metres. And um, yeah, it, interesting field here of horses that are, well, most of them um, have been right into their campaigns. A couple of first starters. Yeah, difficult difficult race, this one. Um, there's uh, Grabini's your favourite at 420. Kerwin's lane at 450, but... You know, King of the Castle goes around every second week. It's a $6.50 chance. You've got to give him some chance. Glory Days, fresh up. Uh, and my racehorse runner, so the market move there is not surprising. Nine fifty into seven fifty, And then big prices about some horses who have got a chance. To me, this is an F for field job, Miles. But uh, what says you? Uh, 2, 11, uh, 12 and 15. And I'm probably just kicking myself now with that market move. I haven't seen it to maybe add glory, glory days. So I'll be 2, 9, 11, 12, 15. 2, 9, 11, 12, 15. The first leg of the Sydney quality for Miles. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it up anyway. Just leave the nine out. It's gone. So. Are you taking it out? Leave now? it out. I've, it's already gone, been posted. So I can't, um, I can't change now after the market move. Oh, I thought I could try. 2, 11, 12, 15. Okay. Oh, confusion okay. reigns in here, Josh. I, I wish you were here. Hardly confusing. Out, Hardly okay. confusing. Mate, let's go to race eight. Uh, no, 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 I'm not confused. If you're listening live, he wants to put the nine in, but he's already put his quaddy up, so he can't. Uh, Louisville's your favourite here at 360. Louisville, Kentucky, if you don't mind. Plundering's had some good support for... Annabelle Nisham, Jet Stanley claims a couple third up at 450. Uh, Crafty Eagle from a whitish gate second up at 550. Then double figures about the rest. Really don't like this, Quaddy. 6811. 6811 here. They're the three best. 6811 in the second leg. The third leg is uh, race nine at Randwick. Time to boogie. I tell you what, if we're still alive, it might be time to boogie. I know, Simon, you'd be good on the dance floor with your left feet. $3. Time to boogie. Dollar Magic at $4.40. Just keeps running a drum, this horse. Just can't find a winnable race over the past handful of starts. Have a look at the figure form. Three, two, 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 two. 
squad at $4.80. Plenty of people get around this horse. It uh, had a pretty good preparation last campaign. And then Orbelant at, uh, all event, I should say, at $9.50. Three, four, five. Uh, between squad and time to boogie here, Dollar Magic, though, in case it decides to win one, you just had to put it in to be careful. Okay, in the final, Quaddy League at Randwick Race 10. Uh, show high. I know one of our comrades on SEN track this afternoon is very keen on this Gallup bar. Uh, for Team Hawks, Tim Clark rides 460. Uh, Jean Cuera, the Mexican horse, 480 for Tommy Berry and Contemporary for the Blue Jackets at $5. 9, 10, 11. Yeah, Tom Haylock, Mickey Gannon, they're all keen shoe height. 9, 10, 11. My number's to finish for 108, but I'd add the uh, glory days in the first league if you wanted to make it 140. OK. Uh, Miles is quite 2, 11, 12, 15, uh, inverted commas, the 9, 6, 8 and 11 in the second leg, 3, 4 and 5 in the third leg. 9, 10, 11 in the final league. Time for us to take a break. We'll come back. We'll start to have a look at uh, the market moves in the early races at Caulfield, followed by the Quaddy. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Caulfield market mover time and quality time thanks to Werribee Isuzu Ute. Upgrade your old Ute into a D-Max now. They are paying top dollar for their trade-ins down there at Werribee. So get in and say g'day to the team as soon as you can. Any market movers, early races, Caulfield, Josh? Uh, again, uh, let's focus on the babies. There's a uh, Colt, a street boss Colt for uh, Godolphin here, Traffic Warden. We've seen the horse once. Uh, up in Sydney at Rose Hill, uh, it was good, but beaten by Storm Boy, who's actually the favourite for the Magic Millions Classic. Um, it's come up a dollar seventy-five after opening two dollars on Wednesday. Traffic Warden Jamie Carr rides for James Cummings. There's a debutante there for the Team Hayes Little Stirrer, who's been four eighty into four fifty. So the top two in the market um, have both had their fans. So interested to see whether Traffic Warden can get the job done for Godolphin. Okay, traffic warden, early doors. Let's go to the quaddy now, race seven, the first leg. It is. Jambalaya is another young horse that we've seen once before. One start, one win at the Valley under Jamie Carr today. Uh, it's $1.90, been that price since markets opened. Ginger and Pink at five. Oak Hill, a last start winner for Mike Moroney at six. And... VC, a horse that's got plenty of ability, 19 into 16. Uh, one of my best bets of the day here, VC, $16 and $3.30. Proper horses, only two in the quaddy, one and three. One and three. Second leg. Uh, he's handsome for Moody Coleman. Uh, he's, uh, he's been racing in great form, 420 into $3.90. Belair keeps finding one better, but racing well into $4.00. Helix comes through the Sportsbet Future Stars series with Belair. It's a four dollar forty chance. One three four six eight wild. One three four six and eight in the second leg, the third leg of the quaddy. Uh, Dubai poet Team Friedman absolutely flying. Jamie Carr again. She's got an amazing book of rides today. Three forty. Bermudez. They almost pulled off the plunge of the century. Its last start with D Oliver aboard five dollars. Ton of grit for Uncle Wayne O'Hawksy at five dollars and Gravina at eight. Be hard to beat um, Dubai Poet, but two six nine eleven. I've added Powder Oro, ton of grit, uh, of course, and Gravina. Two six nine eleven in the third leg, final leg. 
Uh, this is a tricky one. Prancing Spirit from a wide gate for Phil Stokes at 480. Kin from an even wider gate for Jamie Carr, James Cummings at 480. Baldinho has won his past couple with uh, Declan McMonagall on a board. He rode a couple of nice winners last night at the Valley at 750. Jungle Jim at 750. Uh, 7, 8, 10 and 11 for me. 7, 8, 10, 11. 7, 8, 10, 11. Miles Quaddy, 1 and 3. First leg, 1, 3, 4, 6, 8. Two, six, nine, eleven, and the final leg, seven, eight, ten, and eleven. That quality brought to you by Werribee Azuzu Ute. Upgrade your old Ute into a D Max now. They are paying top dollar. I forgot there's seven teams in the in the back. Seventeen. Seven, eight, ten, eleven, seventeen. Sorry. Seriously. Oh, we can't keep doing this. Oh, you've upset him now. Oh, <laughs> Lucky it's the end. You the old fella. You know, the fields <coughs> come out on Wednesday and you do that to us. Best bet, uh, Josh, around the country. Uh, race eight at Caulfield, number three, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm going to go Eagle Farm, race one, number five, Liquor. Good work, Miles. Uh, well done, everyone. Um, all those uh, potties will be up on socials, of course. Off the bench with Hutchie and Pickers coming up and winners with Gareth what's, Hall on SEN What's your best? Track. Uh, my best today, yeah, I did right. No, no, for the tricks. Yeah, Kerwin's Law. Kerwin's Lane. Yeah, Kerwin's Lane, sorry. What did I say? Kerwin's Law. <laughs> um, have a great day all. Uh, Merry Christmas. I'm not here next Saturday, so I'll, um, uh, I, I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. <laughs>